Hello and welcome to 1337 The Quench. My name is Josh Strayon and this is my Sports Plus podcast. That means sports plus a whole lot of other stuff I want to talk about. So thanks for listening and let's get into it. Hello, it is Tuesday, November the 12th. This is episode 3 of 1337, The Quench. I am your host, Josh Treon. Today, we're going to talk about several things. Uh, I don't have a guest today. I am uh, solo queuing, if you will. Uh, First off, we're going to talk about my top six picks for NFL MVP. And then uh, we're going to narrow, kind of, See if we can narrow them down a little bit uh, to start off with. Uh, First pick, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, He has almost gotten to his totals for the uh, last year. He is nine games in, 16 games last year, and he's about 100 yards. I think it's 110 yards away from uh, his rushing total of last year. Uh, Russell Wilson, he has been lighting it up all year. Uh, in my first episode, I talked with my dad a lot about his stats. Uh, having an MVP t- season, 22 touchdown passes so far. Uh, most in history through week nine with one or fewer interceptions. Uh, last night, he you know, played his heart out against the 49ers and generally coming away with a win as time expired in overtime. Of course, he didn't. Uh, throw the winning points. Uh, it was the kicker, but still, it's awesome that he you know hung in there regardless against that defense. Richard Sherman, Nick Bosa. I mean, it, it's he's just having an MVP caliber, caliber year. I think uh, another <clears throat> viable candidate is Sean Watson. Uh, he's playing outstanding as we knew he could. Uh, he stayed healthy this year, which is. Better than he did last year. Last year he had a little bit of issues staying healthy. Uh, he's doing fantastic. I actually don't have a complete stat breakdown of him uh, right in front of me, but his stats do look very good. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean Michael Vick. Uh, he he is right on par there with Michael Vick. I mean uh, he's you know been he's d- doing more than Michael Vick did at certain times of his career. You know they keep. I keep seeing stats and things showing, you know, Michael Vick did this many whatever touchdowns or Lamar Jackson's doing this many. He's a very Vick-esque quarterback. Uh, and then Aaron Rodgers, I mean, what year isn't Aaron Rodgers in MVP talk? I mean, even when they lost like the first, I think, six games and then one out. <laughs> I mean, he... He's just incredible every year. Uh, we'll kind of narrow this down a little bit. Let's say we'll put uh, Christian McCaffrey up against Russell Wilson. Christian McCaffrey having a great year, but unfortunately got to cross him up against Russell Wilson. Uh, I actually <clears throat> did not mention my other pick, Nick Bosa. I know he's not really a viable candidate, and he's a defensive guy. Uh, he's not a QB, basically. Uh, but he's going to go up against Aaron Rodgers, which crossed Nick Bosa off right there. He's having a fantastic year. I mean, he is just dominating, but still don't think there's a real shot to get him getting an MVP. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, the other non-QB in my thing out in the first round. Uh, 
really, if any if any non QB has a chance to win, it, I feel like it's Christian McCaffrey. But I still don't feel like there's a real chance of him winning it. And then we'll do uh, Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson. I like Deshaun Watson a lot. I really do. But at this point in the season, I just Lamar Jackson. I'm a Bengals fan. I hate the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is definitely beating out uh, Deshaun Watson in this. And then uh, that leaves us down to three. So we got Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, If I had to eliminate one of them, unfortunately, I feel like it's got to be Lamar Jackson just because Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson's having a career year. Lamar Jackson, honestly, could I could really swap him out and either one there and it'd still be very close. And Aaron Rodgers, he's he's my fantasy QB. He's against uh, the Raiders there. He scored six touchdowns, uh, five passing, one rushing. I mean, he's just incredible. Then Russell Wilson is just having a, a career year. I mean, stuff that we saw from him early on, really earning that big paycheck he got when he made that weird video with uh, Sierra and Ben. Uh, but this, I honestly could flip a coin and really be happy either way, but I'll be honest with you, I gotta go right now with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson just, he looks good. Uh, the Seahawks only have the number five seed, where Green Bay has the number two seed uh, if the playoffs were to be tomorrow, but I just feel like we haven't seen it all from Russell Wilson and my buddy Brandon was right. My buddy Brandon was what right. He said the Seahawks will beat him this time. They'll be the first team to knock off the 49ers. <clears throat> and they were. Uh, they actually managed to pull it out. Granted, it was in the last second of an overtime quarter, uh, inches away from being a tie. I mean, I don't know. You can't ask for better football than that. I actually didn't get a chance to watch the game. I was so exhausted last night when I got home from work that I didn't turn on football. And I was like, ah, that's all right. The 49ers are going to win. I did not watch it. I've been kicking myself all day over that. When I got up and got the news, I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, and then we're going to move on a little bit. Uh, well, actually, we're going to talk a little bit about that 49ers game. Uh, seems like more people are talking about the – over. The, the overtime field goal was time expires. Wow. I mean, that's a hell of a way to end the game. But it seems like more people are talking about the 49ers missed field goal. And that went, it dropped in the tunnel. I've seen memes. I've seen pictures. It just seems like a lot more people are talking about that, which is crazy surprising because usually uh, the people, the team losing the game, yes, gets it. But it's just a missed field goal. He could have made a field goal. As time expired at the end of the overtime quarter, and nobody would be talking about it. But since they lost, I just think that's crazy. <clears throat> and then uh, other stuff going on in the NFL right now. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Colts this weekend. But yeah, you heard that right. The Dolphins beat – the Miami Dolphins beat the Indianapolis Colts. The Miami Dolphins are a team trying to lose. The Colts lost to a team trying to lose. I like the Colts. Like I've said before in the podcast, I'm a huge Pat McAfee fan. But I mean, how do how did how did the Colts lose? I would have never in a million years. They could play that game a hundred times in a row, 
And a hundred out of a hundred times, I would pick the Colts to beat the Dolphins this year. There's not a single time. I would, and if the Dolphins would have beat them every time, I would have lost every time. If 99 times straight, the Dolphins beat the Colts, I would have for sure still picked the Colts in the in the hundredth game, without a doubt. I don't know how you can't. That's crazy. And then another crazy game this weekend. Atlanta stomped on the Saints. We've talked about how great the Saints are. Uh, I believe Brandon called Drew Brees the goat, which I think he might have misspoke because that's obviously obviously uh, Tom Brady. But anyways. I could the Falcons aren't good this year. They traded away Muhammad Snoo, which granted he wasn't fantastic, but you know he's a pretty good wide receiver. He used to play for the Bengals here, like him then, uh, like him now with the Patriots. But I did I would have never picked in a million years the Atlanta Falcons to beat the Saints either. Uh, and then I do have another thing here. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster. I got this quote from ESPN. Uh, he was talking about Jalen Ramsey. They were had a big article on there about Jalen Ramsey's trash talk, which I love trash talking in the NFL. Trash, I mean, I love trash talking really any sport. If you're talking trash, even if you're losing, I don't mind trash talk. I mean, you're getting somebody's head. That's seriously, I don't know if you've noticed a trend here between my dad and my buddy Brandon, but I love trash talk. We talk trash to each other constantly. We'll be playing Call of Duty, and we'll be on the same team. The exact same team, you know, not playing against each other or anything. And I'm talking trash to my buddies the entire time. And they're talking right back. Talking right back. Uh, It's just, it's fun. It gets people's heads. Nine times out of ten, I can get my buddy Brandon to play Madden better by talking shit to him. Tell him he's... Is out there singing. Tell him he is, you know, garbage. He's just gonna throw another pick. Next thing you know, he throws a touchdown pass. Uh, my buddy Devin always tells people, uh, well, he'll tell Brandon, we'll be playing squads on Madden, and he'll be tell Brandon, you ain't nothing but a slice of cheese without the corners. You ain't ever gonna be a slice. That's one of his favorite ones. Um, my buddy Devin actually, I was gonna ha- try and have him on the podcast, but he said, and I quote, I don't want anything to do with that shit. He listens to every episode, though, and he follows me, so I appreciate him very much for that. Uh, but also, Devin, if you listen to this episode, uh, you're a real piece of shit. Not going to be on my podcast and stuff, and uh, I'm going to try and get my fans. Well, I'm going to try to get some fans, and then I'm going to try and get them to rally behind me to get you on here because you're honestly the funniest motherfucker I've ever met in my entire life. But you're also a complete dickhead. So, uh Anyways, we'll move on here. Jalen Ramsey talking trash. Uh, somebody asked Juju Smith-Schuster about playing against Jalen Ramsey and his trash talk. And Juju said, and I quote, It was cool, man. He talks a lot. He talks so much. He said so many cuss words I ain't, ever, I ain't never heard of, and I'm 22 years old. That That's just awesome. I love that quote. Uh, he said he was saying stuff. Jalen Ramsey was saying stuff to Juju Smith-Schuster about uh, you and Antonio Brown. I guess he's actually said that afterwards uh, that, you know, he's good, but he ain't no Antonio Brown. He ain't Antonio Brown. And Juju said, uh, he's right though. I'm not Antonio Brown. I am myself, which honestly is like the most 
political answer you could have, I guess. But uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I like that answer. I don't like Juju. Like I said, Bengals fan. Uh, I'm not going to like Juju anyway. He, I don't like Antonio Brown. He's a fucking idiot. But uh, Juju, since he was still a great receiver. Those are respect. I mean, he's still good. I uh, can't tell you he's not good. Everybody sees him play. Uh, and then something I heard today, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick is 32 years old, has not played since 2016. Colin Kaepernick has worked out. That's three years ago. He's worked out for five days a week for three, three years. He opted out of his contract with the San Francisco 49ers, the last team he played for, the only team he's played for. And NFL clubs were told today that he would be doing a workout. At least they were told he would be doing a workout. I actually don't know exactly when the workout is, but for teams to come and see him and try him out and possibly sign him. And I understand the NFL is trying to do whatever they can to get out from under this rock. Uh, They kind of had trouble turning over with the whole kneeling thing, but... I just, I, I don't know what team's going to sign him. QB needy teams like the Bengals, there's no chance of hell they're going to sign him. Nobody's going to pay him what he wants. And honestly, I I, I don't think Colin Kaepernick's that good. I, and I actually support what he did. I support a free protest. Uh, people talk about how the, uh, people might not like this, but people talk about the troops and stuff. Um, that he's kneeling, that he's saying fuck the troops. But also, the troops are the reason he can do it. He has freedom of speech. He's exercising his freedom of speech. Constitutionally, I have no problem with it. Uh, morally, I would never do it. I couldn't. Uh, I have friends and family in the military. Uh, my cousin Seth Sentiments uh, is in the Navy. I absolutely cannot bring myself to ever do that. I couldn't, regardless of if Seth was military or not, uh, but also I support other people's right to express their political beliefs. This isn't necessarily a political show, but although I don't agree with what Callan Kaepernick did, I do support his right to do so. Kind of a, uh, oh, I can't remember who said it, but the right for me to swing my fist ends where your nose begins kind of thing. It's not really hurting anybody. He's not infringing upon somebody else's rights. Uh, you have a choice to not watch the NFL because of it, but also I'm going to keep watching the NFL. I'm going to keep talking about the NFL. I love the NFL. I love college football. I just can't bring myself to condemn an entire sport, basically, because this one guy decided to take a knee, and I don't necessarily agree with it. I'd like to see Colin Kaepernick play for an NFL team. Just to see what kind of shit show it turns into. Because you know it would. I mean, I, I feel like it has to. Almost. At this point. I, I don't know what NFL team is going to sign him. I don't know what NFL team could possibly sign him and think that it's just not going to be a, a complete shit show from start to finish. He wants too much money. He... Isn't that good? I really, I really just don't think he's as good as he thinks he is. I don't think he's as good as his supporters think he is. He he was bad. Uh, defense carried him to the Super Bowl. Uh, they lost. 
if he was honestly, I, I just, I just don't think he's nearly as good as some people think he is. I get probably the vast majority don't think he's that good, but uh, I might be wrong there. I really, I just don't think Colin Kaepernick is overly good. Again, he's 32 years old and hasn't played in three years. Just a risk that I don't feel like any NFL team's going to want to take. Uh, <clears throat> one more thing. The Bengals lost 59-14. I'm not going to talk about it too much. It was pitiful. Ryan Finley's not a problem. Andy Dalton was not a problem. It's coaching and it's the terrible line. If anybody thinks otherwise, I think they proved it this week that their offensive line is garbage. Their coaching isn't very good right now. Granted, first time head coach, never been head coach in any aspect, not college, not pro. Okay, fine. I can take some lumps. I can take a season where we get no wins, whatever. But don't sit there and try and tell me any Dalton's problem. Uh, speaking of that, there is a Bengals fan who owns a bar who has been living on top of the bar since I believe it said the article I read said week three. He has lived on the on the roof of the bar in a tent. So he had a exact he set a fifty five inch TV up there, uh, some memorabilia, you know, a little bed made. He's been living on the roof of the bar since week three until the Bengals win a game. Now, that might sound kind of familiar if anybody, any Bengals fans are out there listening. A fan years ago lived on a billboard. Lived on a billboard until the Bengals won a game. Now, that's medication. Can't do it. Got to go to work. Don't have a business that can run itself while I live on the roof of it. But it's cold. It's cold. It's really cold. He talked about how boring it was and stuff in the article, and I just, I think dude's crazy, but like also, maybe the Bengals won the game this year. I don't really believe so. It's, he's probably going to be on that damn roof till next year. <laughs> but also, I just, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, we'll move on a little bit here. I'm, I'm kind of moving fast through my stuff. I haven't really done a thing by myself yet. Uh, We'll move on here a little bit to fantasy. Uh, my fantasy team is complete garbage. Uh, not complete garbage. Like we're they're doing okay, but also they're just they're, we lost this week. I've won five straight, so or six straight. I think it was yeah, six straight. I was six and three. I lost my first three matchups, and then it's like my team let a fire in their ass, and I was coming away with games. Uh, yeah, I lost 106 to 60. That is pitiful. 106 point something to 60. And next week, I play the guy who is ahead of me in the league. Now, let me tell you my roster here. I have a load. I actually have a trade proposal, I think. I might be just picking up somebody off waivers, but I have Tom Brady. Not great for fantasy. If any of you play fantasy, it's not fantastic, but he's good. <clears throat> um, Todd Gurley. 
if anybody else has Todd Gurley, I feel your pain. It just seems like he <laughs> doesn't really want to be there. I don't know if it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like he wants to play football. Honestly, I drafted him. I got to keep him. I believe he's on the uh, no drop list, so I can't drop him either. So he's there. I'm just waiting on him to turn turn it on. His, the offense has been stagnant, not really even there. I uh, have Sony Sony Michelle with New England. He's supposed to be the league leader in touchdowns this year. Uh, he's been okay, been very okay. Like he's gotten some wins, but like also he's just not. Not really all that. Now, here's where it gets fun. Mike Evans. Mike Evans has killed some games for me. I mean, just dominated. 45. I think he scored 50-something points one week. At least 48. There's been a couple games where he scored 40-something points. He is killing it. I love having Mike Evans on my team. I The week they had the bye, I was like, oh, fuck. I still won. I still won, but I wasn't too excited about it. Uh, I didn't feel good about that week. Uh, Jarvis Landry <clears throat> playing this week because uh, Tyler Lockett is on a bye. And so is DK Metcalf. I have DK Metcalf. He's just kind of in there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't really. There's not really any good wide receivers left. And I feel like, I don't know, Lockett's a solid choice there. Um I have Jarvis Landry in right now replacing him. He actually could have got me a little bit closer. I went one last week, but I would have got a little bit closer. Uh, he scored like 27 fantasy points. But I had him on my bench because I played Tyler Lockett, which was dumb because they played San Francisco, who's the league leader in uh, – or I guess the league leader in shutting down wide receivers as far as fantasy goes. Uh, I have – I believe it was TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, TJ TJ Hawkinson with Detroit as my tight end. They're playing Dallas this week. Uh, then at Flex, I said Julio Jones at Flex this week. Um, Julio Jones is just not – he's been very disappointed this year. He's a pretty high draft pick I wasted or not much delivery. Now, the Panthers defense. The Panthers defense this week, granted, they – Got stomped on last week, but uh, they got stomped on by Green Bay. I think they scored me one whole point. But the Panthers' defense is – I had a bench one week, and they killed it. I was so mad. I actually accidentally – I had a different defense in there. I had them benched for the week that they were on by. I forgot to switch it, and they had, like, a bunch of fumbles and interceptions and shit. really pissed me off. And then I also have Carolina's kicker, Joey Sly. Joey Sly, nails field goals. I, I honestly, I like him a lot. Um, I have a waiver claim on here. Oh, I'm adding the Raiders defense and dropping Jason Witten. Uh, this week is the only week I'm going to have the Raiders defense. I had Jason Witten on my bench. Um, and the only reason I'm... Picking up the Raiders defense because they're playing Cincinnati. And Cincinnati is bad. I also have uh, Aaron Rodgers. I've talked about that on the podcast before. I have Evan Ingram, who has been fantastic. Uh, he's injured lately. Uh, he was in, Well, he was injured last week. He's questionable this week, but he's on bye, so it doesn't matter. I can't play him anyway. Uh, I already said I had Tyler Lockett. He's on my bench because he's on a bye. DK Metcalf, he's on my bench because he has a bye. 
Uh, I have LaShawn McCoy. He's just kind of in there for when people are to buy. And uh, let's see, I said I have Jason Winton, but I'm dropping him. Just the waivers haven't gone through yet. Uh, Latavius Murray with the New Orleans Saints is another running back. I usually just keep my bench just to kind of filter in. Uh, if somebody were to get hurt or something, like I said, not a starter. He's a backup. But that's really about where I'm at right now in fantasy. Uh, looking okay. Uh, there's a three-way tie for the first place in the East with me, the guy who runs the league, and another guy. And then <clears throat> the guy in the in the West, he is a uh, game ahead of second place. He's by himself, though. Uh, so this really get, if I were to win this game, it would really give me a chance to uh, kind of come back. But the guy I'm playing, unfortunately, he has 126.2 points projected, and I have 112. So if I could, if I could, if my players light it up, and you know, his players just don't. But he's got Josh Jacobs from Oakland playing Cincinnati, which is a great look. Uh, he picked up Muhammad Sanu. He's got him at flex. That's honestly a pretty good pickup. San Francisco plays the Cardinals. And they're bad, but he also has Kyler Murray and is a starting quarterback against San Francisco, so that might save me a little bit. He's got Saquon Barkley, which I'm glad I'm not playing him because he's on bye, and he's got Tevin Coleman. Also, San Francisco playing the 49ers, so I'm probably going to lose this week too, I'm not going to lie. But then again, he's got Cooper Cup in there playing Chicago, so... Uh, he's got Hunter Henry in... Wait. Yeah, Hunter Henry uh, from the Chargers playing Kansas City. Simpsons defense and Justin Tucker, who is just Justin Tucker. But like I said, my fantasy team sucks. Hi, this is Josh. Uh, I'm going to interrupt myself here a little bit. Uh, I want to tell you just that at the end of this podcast, there's going to be an important message. Uh, it's going to be right at the end. Uh, my outro play, I like normal and everything. Just keep listening. Uh, go ahead and listen to the rest of this thing. Uh, we'll get through it. And then at the after my outro and everything, I put in a very important message that means a lot to me. Thank you. Okay, enough about fantasy football. <clears throat> One more thing about the Ravens, though. They added uh, Domita Pekka. I don't know if a lot of you know Domita Pekka or not, but he used to play for the Bengals, uh, and then he's been playing for Denver. Uh, he's a nose tackle. He's fantastic. I mean, listen, he's he's not. He's no Aaron Donald. I mean, he's no Namakasu, uh, which mainly I feel like a lot of his importance is from. Uh, the controversy, but still he's good. But Domitop Pecco, it's going to bolster that defense a little bit more, and it's a defense that doesn't necessarily even need it. That's a good pickup. Uh, and then we got, uh, I think Brandon Allen is playing quarterback for the Broncos now. Brandon, where's, where's Drew Locke? I honestly thought when they benched Flacco, Drew Locke would be in there. But uh, then again, 
I honestly, I don't know. I feel like it would be good for the kid. Uh, you got Dwayne Haskins for the Redskins, who I love Dwayne Haskins. I am a Ohio State fan. I when he went to when he went to Washington, I didn't know how I felt about it because I wanted success for him and stuff because I'm an Ohio State fan. I wouldn't be good in the NFL. But the Redskins organization, I think, has kind of screwed him in the way that uh, I talked on my podcast last week about, or maybe it was, oh, it was week one, about quarterbacks like uh, Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield, who are in systems that the coaching, when they get there, is kind of iffy, and then they leave, and then more coaches come in. And then you got quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson, who's in a steady coaching system. Uh, Josh Allen, who's in a steady coaching system. Um, uh, Who else did we talk about? I I don't necessarily remember right now, but (coughs) excuse me. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, I feel like, is unfortunately possibly going to be a product like a Baker Mayfield. Not in the fact that he talks a lot of shit and he's talked a lot of shit about. But I just feel like he... It's hurt, definitely going to hurt him what the organization that the Washington Redskins is doing. Drew Locke, though, I I'm, I, I want to see him. Then again, he's not ready. Fine. Let's see what Brandon Allen's got. But I, I, I'd like to see Drew Locke play by the end of the season. Not if it makes Brandon Allen get an injury, of course. Don't never wish any injury on anybody uh, who doesn't play for the Steelers. I'm just kidding. Kind of. I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, I, I do kind of want to see him. Uh, and then we'll, we're going to move on here a little bit to uh, college ball. The Buckeyes. Now, I know I'm a Ohio State fan, so I sound a little biased here, but they beat. They beat. Oh, my God. It's not Minnesota. Uh Oh, we're going to see. Now that's basketball. It's not Minnesota. I cannot think of it. I'm trying to blank. Uh, Maryland. Oh, my gosh. Maryland. They beat Maryland. Oh, my gosh. Maryland Terrapin. I kept wanting to say Minnesota, and that was just so stuck in my head. They beat Maryland. 73-14. to 14. Now, Ohio State already has the largest margin of victory when he ever gained by at least 24 points. I didn't have that wrote down. I just know that. Because everybody and their brother around here is talking about it. They beat them 74-13. to 13. I looked through all the scores this week. Nothing was like that. Nothing was like that. Now, Ohio State beat a team 73-14 to and moved down. And honestly, I'm okay with it. LSU beat Bama. I, not that, I don't like Alabama, but it's cool to not see Bama in the top four. For the first time in as long as the playoffs have been around. And 
They beat Bama, who's definitely a lot more of a threat than the Maryland Terrapins. Uh, Bama's definitely much better than the Maryland Terrapins. They would probably do the same thing to the Maryland Terrapins that Ohio State did. But regardless, they moved down a spot. Uh, the rankings this week are the top six are LSU, number one. Number two, Ohio State. Completely okay with that. I get it. Uh, I really, I want Ohio State to be number one, but I also understand why they're not. They haven't. Strength of schedule is a big ticket item this year. And LSU just beat Alabama. Alabama. Uh, Clemson's number three. Which I'm okay with that. Uh, I really don't know who else I would put in there. And then Georgia's number four. And I honestly feel like that's a pretty solid top four. I I, I don't want to see Alabama in there just because I don't like them. But they did just lose to LSU, so I think they deserve to fall. Uh, they'll probably climb back into it, to be honest. Especially if Georgia or Clemson lose again. I'll have to I don't know if he doesn't lose. Um, number five is Bama. I think I just said that. And then number six is Oregon. Oregon, I don't think, really has a shot because, I mean, you got LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, and Bama in front of you. Two of those, or Bama is the only team in front of you. I feel like any of those teams could fall to five and Bama just move up. I mean, Oregon might make it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm completely okay with that top six. As far as you know, how they go or how how the committee decides them and stuff, I really <clears throat> feel like they've got it on lock right now. At least for this week. Next week, if Clemson comes out and loses the game and they keep them at number five, you know, loses the game to nobody and they keep them at number five or move them from three to five, I'm going to be kind of like, well, what the fuck? But honestly, the way things are going right now, I understand they have a uh, you got some one loss teams on here, but. It, it's the, they're trying to pick the best teams in college football, and they got the top six right there. <laughs> uh, Penn State deserves to fall. Michigan deserves to be nowhere near it. Uh, sorry, Buckeyes fan, got to do it. Uh, other than that, <clears throat> speaking of the LSU Tigers, Joe Burrow. Now, with the Bengals looking to have the number one overall pick in the NFL draft, you got to think they're at least talking about drafting a quarterback. If you draft a quarterback, you have to bullshit that line. You can't throw a rookie out to an O-line that's as bad as this one is. You can trade away a few people for some draft picks. But, I mean, here you got that's any good. AJ Green's good. I really think A.J. Green is the pro wide receiver still, all that stuff, but he's injured. You can't you can't get stats. You can't get stuff. You can't have trade stock when you're injured. Nobody's going to want you if you're injured all the time. Or nobody's going to want you for very much. Granted, you could probably go to the Patriots, light it up, never get injured today in the rest of his NFL career, but I don't know who in the right mind was signed to a long-term contract. I really don't think it's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. I love AJ Green. I have three AJ Green jerseys. I want him to stay a Bengal for life. I want him to retire a Bengal, but I understand why he wants to go. But I also have no faith in the organization to sign a long term contract, and I can't say I necessarily blame him. 
Yeah, I think AJ Green's 32 years old. Yeah, I believe he's 32 years old, and he is uh, hurt. He's hurt, and then he's hurt. Granted, the team was a little bit better. You might have to put so much weight on your shoulders, you probably get hurt less. But it looks like he can't stay healthy. So when it looks like he can't stay healthy, nobody wants to sign you to a long-term contract because it's only a matter of time before a big injury comes. If he can stay healthy, he's definitely worth all the stuff he wants, but he just can't do it. He's 32 years old and he's injured all the time. Not a good look. But anyways, <clears throat> with the way the Bengals are looking and with the Dolphins beating the Jets and then the Colts, uh, both completely unexpectedly. I don't think anybody would have expected them to lose a game this year. But with them beating both those teams, there's a real possibility that Joe Burrow could be the next poss- or next quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. And if we're not drafting a line, I think quarterback's definitely going to go, but I just think we should draft a line. But then again, every time we draft a line, they answer too, so I have no idea what to tell. If, if I was sitting in the Bengals organization, I'd be like, fuck it, draft him. Fuck it, draft Joe Burrow. What what do we lose? You got a guy on a rookie contract. You got a number one overall, so you got to pay him some money. But he's still on a rookie contract. We take that money, bolster our line, bolster the O line, get him some protection, win some games. The problem with that is when Andy Dalton was on a rookie contract. We were good. We went to play five years in a row with Andy Dalton. And then he signed a big deal. Mike Brown doesn't pay a lot of money. It wasn't a blockbuster deal. It wasn't something broke the league. It wasn't this at the standard, but it's still a good deal. Andy Dalton can't do anything because he's running for his life every play. Because Mike Brown won't pay for no line because he's paying Andy Dalton. That's the same issue you run into drafting Joe Burrow. You get him good for a couple of years. <clears throat> Everybody's high on Joe Burrow. Everybody's like, all right, you know what? Watch him watch him win a playoff game on his rookie contract. Second year of his rookie contract. Watch him win a playoff game. Watch Bengals fans fucking lose it. I told you we needed to get rid of Eddie Dalton. I told you. Joe Burrow's the fucking man. Watch him sign a fucking deal. Watch him sign a decent-sized fucking deal. And then the organization's like, well, since we're paying you this, we're going to need the O-line to either take this or we're going to sign somebody else who will play for this. Of course, the O-line that they got worked up is going to be like, mm, yeah, I'm gone. I'm going to the Rams, Andrew Whitworth. I want to go play somewhere else. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll sign somebody who will play. That guy sucks. They signed somebody off free agency who's not worth the fucking money they're paying them. But it's league minimum. <laughs> they sign him. Joe Burrow gets killed in five to six years. Maybe seven, eight. You're looking at everybody going, Joe Burrow needs to go. Play uh, Randy McGillicuddy. Uh, he's the backup quarterback, and we need to see what he's got. I don't care if both of his legs are flipped upside down. 
Glam. Glam. It's fucking bullshit. It's just, I feel like if we draft a Burrow, it's going to be a never-ending cycle, but also... Yeah, I feel like it's also the only way to get out of the cycle if you do it right. Because, I mean, I feel like it's definitely going to be the same shit as Andy Dalton. But it could also not be. It could also be not the same shit. They could actually spend some money. They could actually... There's, <clears throat> we, we heard this year that the kids were supposed to be taken over. For Mike Brown, I haven't heard shit about that. They, that Kate and whatever the fuck his name is is supposed to be uh, taking care of the team this year. That Mike is you know slowly easing out of football operations. That's horse shit. I don't believe that for a fucking second. I think that's just shit they told the fans because they knew they were gonna be fucking bad. They okay, this team's gonna be terrible. Let's tell them that Mike Brown's not making these decisions, so they think we're, we're uh, going to rebuild. Yeah, but you also do shit like you so, said. I get you don't want to pay anybody in a rebuild because you're rebuilding. So you do a rebuilding year. You take the season off, basically. You draft who you want to draft. You pick up at a free agency who you want to pick up and stuff. But I still think Mike Brown's calling the shots. Because he's money. He's the money man. And I feel like we'll see next season. We'll figure it out next season. The next season will be the sign if, you know, Things are going in a different direction or not. But that's after we potentially draft Joe Burrow. Potentially draft some O-line guys. Potentially get better. But chances are they're going to pick up some fucking nobody wide receiver with the first pick. I'm going to be like, why the fuck would you pick him? And then somebody's going to be like, whoa, if you look at his stats. He's actually pretty good in college. Yeah, but... They didn't play anybody. It's a nobody's school who plays nobody's schools. You took a first overall. That's honestly probably the biggest thing I expect from the Bengals at this point. Because every year I'm like, okay, this is obviously where the team needs help. And then they draft completely as far away from that as they can get. They need help at quarterback, sure. But it doesn't help to have help at quarterback if you don't have an O-line to protect the quarterback that you have. I don't care if Ryan Finley's quarterback next season. I don't think he's good. I don't watch that fucking game. I'm not going to lie. No chance in hell is I'm going to watch him get fucking trounced by the fucking Ravens. I didn't get to play Xbox with my buddy that day because he was over at somebody's house watching the fucking game. <clears throat> Devin. He was over at Brandon's dad's house watching the game. No fucking chance in hell I'm going to watch him. Fuck. No. I ain't going over there. I ain't watching that at home. I'll sit down on my fat ass and play Call of Duty. There ain't no fucking chance in hell. I'm watching. The Bengals play the Ravens this year. Play that game every day. I don't even watch that shit. It's fucking horseshit. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, uh, it's kind of a boring week this week. I know it's uh, there's a lot of news and stuff. I uh, didn't really get into a ton of stuff, but there it is. There's everything I kind of want to talk about about the football world. Uh, uh, more sports are coming, guys. Uh, we talked about baseball some in the first episode, but really, my, I was more with my dad and everything. I just don't have a whole lot I could find. <clears throat> and not really any NBA stuff that just seemed interesting enough to talk about. Uh, granted, I don't do this for a living, so I'm sure ESPN and stuff has a lot of stuff. 
uh, about the NBA. That's just a little interesting tidbit, but they talk all day about it. I'm trying to fit this into about an hour, so I'm just trying to give you the most interesting stuff I can uh, kind of see and want to talk about. Uh, other than that, uh, we're going to go into this plus part of it a little bit now. I am actually recording this podcast currently from uh, my home office. Uh, my wife just redid the whole home office. Uh, she painted in here and moved my desk around a little bit. You might have noticed uh, I keep me moving in my chair here, so you kind of hear that creaking a little bit. But you are also not hearing little jingles of bells. My cat's trancing around all the fucking place now. Hannah was leaving earlier, so I know I feel like the mic picked up a little bit of her closing the door or uh, moving around the house. But she redid this office and did a fantastic job. Uh, I want to call it a studio, but she won't let me. So it's just our office right now. I do have a Bengals calendar who, that ironically enough, has Andy Dalton on the uh, picture this month. November, Andy Dalton. In 2017, Andy Dalton entered his seventh season as Bengals' all-time leader with a career pass rating of 89.1. What the fuck happened? <coughs> I know. I know what happened. The organization got him. But, yep, uh, sitting in my new office. Nice new rug. New paint. Curtains going up soon. It's cold in here because uh, this is an add-on to the house when we bought it. This was added on before we bought it, but it was an add-on, and they didn't run heat to it. There is a, a little electric heater in the corner, but I don't like turning it on. Uh, other than that, uh, deer season's busy at work. We cut out 27 deer today, 25 deer yesterday, and we've done somewhere around 260 deer this season. Uh, Peter's probably going to kill me, but it's been busy. It's fun. Makes days go quick. I go into work, and it feels like I go home. So it felt, I went into work today and it felt like I came home and recorded my podcast. But <clears throat> that's uh, about all I got for this week. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, drop, do me a favor, drop down in the comments uh, kind of more what you want to hear, uh, what you expect from my show. Uh, really anything, anything you uh, want to do. If you want to be a guest on the podcast too, uh, you know, just interact with me. Uh, we'll talk about some stuff. Tell me what. Comment, comment on there. Tell me what kind of fan you are, uh, what sports you like, what teams you like. Uh, we can get into it a little bit. Um, and hopefully soon I'll have uh, my buddy Tanner on here, who's a big Carolina Panthers fan. And uh, also it would be nice to get my buddy Devin on here if he stops, ever stops being a fucking douchebag. So, hey, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Okay, <clears throat> time for the special message. Told you it was coming. Uh, the special message at the end, I just want to say, fuck you, Brandon. I fucking told you LSU was going to beat some Bama fucking ass. You fucking came on my podcast. You were a fucking punk. And I fucking told you Bama got their ass beat. First quarter, they look like complete trash. Again, those motherfuckers have a garbage can. What the fuck, Brandon? I told you. I told you LSU would beat them. You're such a dumbass. Can't believe you came on here and on the internet where fucking millions of people could possibly see it. Probably not because it's on my podcast. But still, it came on, put on the internet, and you were like, oh, no, man. Bam is going to beat that ass. Nah. Nah. 
LSU fucking won. You're trash. You suck. You're as bad at picking winners as you are at fucking playing Madden. Fuck you, Brandon. <laughs>